You're about to listen to Spouse Hunting, the podcast that dares to ask the question, can I use the rules of real estate to find the love of my life? And then has the audacity to answer, yes, yes you can. I'm your host, Brian Belafonte, licensed Oregon real estate broker. This is episode four. I met Alicia, believe it or not, on OkCupid, something like three years ago. We went on a date and it was amazingly fun. Then we went on another, which was also amazingly fun. Turns out there's a reason our dates were so much fun. This is what she does. She crafts dates for other people, but also for herself. So we ended up not dating, but she's become a close friend and a fantastic resource. Do you own a home? I do. Tell me about it. Uh, I have been in this house for over 20 years. When we first bought it, I figured I'd be here for five. And every five years after that five, I was planning on selling it and continued to plan to sell it. And now realize after investing this much time and uh, creating such a nest for myself during the time of COVID, I could not be happier than to have stayed in this spot so that I have a true nest that's a reflection of me and my family. And we have a really, really comfortable place to be. So I'm very thankful that I've, I don't know, that I've evolved along with it. I like that. Do you have a partner? That's an even more complicated question. Um, I feel like I have many partners in my life that each bring something to my life. Um, I wouldn't say that I had a a single partner. I have many. I have many partnerships. A lot of really important people in my world that I'm very, very grateful for. I like that. Me too. So, Alicia, where are we finding you today? <laughs> We're finding me in the pub pandemic in my backyard. Um, it's uh, my garage that once uh, COVID hit, I transformed into a place that uh, my daughter's dad and I could each come to at the end of the day after we spent the entire day in the house working on um, our, working at our jobs and caring for our kid and have a separate space other than the space that we'd been in all day to have a drink with friends. And, you know, we, we used to go out to pubs and movies and restaurants, and now we have pub pandemic that we can escape to after, after a hard day. <laughs> so I'm in the garage, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like pub pandemic better. So, in, in your lifestyle, it's important to have a place that's separate from your home that you get mm -hmm. away to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like it's important to have multiple places that I get away from. I created a garden. I've been growing a garden for the last 20 years, and I've got 32 places that people can sit in this garden or that I could sit in this garden. And in the... <laughs> In the last years, um, I mean, for many years, I looked at all of those different places and I'm like, okay, I could kind of like envision my place sitting, myself sitting there, 
but I was too busy on the garden and, you know, digging and making things happen to actually sit down. So it was just more of a mental break than a physical break. And then um, over the last few years, I've sort of calmed with the garden as it has grown around me. And I'm now taking it on as I'm going to sit in all of those 32 places and have a conversation with friends over the course of this summer. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun process. And I forgot the question that you asked me. I got off on my garden. No, you answered the question. And so I'm going to ask a follow-up question. You have 32 places that you can sit is, do you have a favorite? I have a, I have a go-to, I have a couple of go-tos. One of them puts me so that I sit above the garden and look over it and sort of see it from, from that perspective. And I've got another one that I'm clear back in the garden. That's a bench that sort of everything has grown up around. So I'm now then a part of it. So I think those are my two, my two personally favorite spots. And then I've got places that I like to sit with other people too. So it's, you know, there's sort of the alone spots and the, you know, partnered or with friends spots. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's nice to have variety. Nice it's to have options. A, yes, it is. I think that's great. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get started doing this, like making experiences for people that are more fun than what they would come up with for themselves? Or maybe fun's not the right word. I mean, maybe maybe there's more to it than fun. I think. I think it came from my early um, professional education and experience, which was in interior design. And I always saw myself as a designer that was able to find out from people what their dreams and hopes and vision was and then help manifest it. So it's not me superimposing my style or my ideas or you know, my education on top of, you know, foisting it onto them, it's really pulling out what's inside and, and then turning it around and showing it back to them. And it's such, it's such a a delightful experience to watch people light up once they've kind of recognized their own, their own brilliance that they just haven't tapped into yet. So it's the same thing, you know, creating a garden, creating an interior space, creating an experience. Um, It's just mining what the gifts are inside the person and allowing them access to it. So how do you mind that? Do you, do you have a process or is it just intuitive? Um, well, usually people are, you know, people have put up their profiles, right? You know, people are meeting online most of the time. So reading what they have presented of themselves, you know, what have you put forward of yourself? And what is your, the person that you are going to date put forward of themselves? So taking a look at both of the folks that are, that are there, you know, there's, there's ways to look up about what people do and where they've come from and a little bit of history. Uh, Conversations tell a lot, just listening, you know, letting people talk and giving them space to tell about themselves and tell their stories and um, allowing some space for that. And then floating out a few ideas and just seeing how they, how they land. And, you know, people, people want to tell you about themselves and we want it, we want to be able to talk about ourselves and it's, it's nice when somebody will listen. So I just kind of give that listening space and then, like I said, 
turn it back to them and say, here's your brilliance. Where do we go with this? That makes perfect sense to me. That's wonderful. So when it comes to actually people, you know, most people just come up with their own ideas for dates and, you know, without talking to somebody like you or without having an instinct for doing something that isn't conventional. Is there one thing that most people get wrong? Hmm. I think people get worried about what the other person's going to think about their idea. They're worried about that rejection, about the, um, the failure of it. But if we don't bring ourselves to the relationship early and fully, you're going to spend the rest of the relationship kind of boxing yourself in tighter and tighter. So this is the ultimate opportunity to just like, here I am. Is it going to work or is it not? And that freedom of if it doesn't, thank you. We had a wonderful time together. I may have made a new friend, but I'm not going to waste time down the road trying to, to please that person. So, you know, I think the mistake is, you know, not, not bringing all of yourself and just being who you are from the very beginning. That is a fucking beautiful answer. <laughs> <laughs> You've already asked, answered this, but I'm going to ask this sort of the same question in a different way, which yeah. is, is there something simple that people can do that will improve their chances of having success? I guess it depends on what your definition of success is. I mean, isn't a botched date just as successful as the best date of your life? Because you, you know something now, right? Um, you know that that's not going to work. Or you know that um, you learned something about yourself of what you prefer and what you don't prefer, what your, you know, what your, your hard stops are, or what, your, you know, what you're interested in. So success is just doing it. You know, that's the... I, you know, I think that's the, the, the greatest thing that you can learn is like every experience you have is a successful experience, even if you don't want to go do that thing again. If I can read between the lines here or add to it, it sounds to me like what you're saying is it's important to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really important to pay attention. Yeah, you've got to be present, you know, and put yourself out there, be who you are. Um, listen to the other person to find out who they are. and enjoy the process. I mean, this is the one chance we get to live this life. So, you know, meet the people, meet yourself, get to know yourself and um, just have a good time. It's kind of simple, really. Simple isn't easy though, is it? <laughs> well, it takes some, you know, you have to be willing to take a little bit of risk you know, be who you are. And the fear, we all fear being rejected, you know, like we expose ourselves for really who we are and then the other person doesn't like immediately respond. There's a lot of fish in the sea. There's a lot of experience to be had. Um, and there's a lot of people that will resonate with a part of you. You know, I think that's why I am not, you know, necessarily primarily partnered in one relationship is there are so many people that bring something joyous and wonderful to my life and that I can bring to theirs. And that's what we do when we're dating. And as we're looking for our spouse or looking for our partner or looking for our people, that's what we're doing is we're finding these people that click in with parts of our parts of our life and um, being joyful in that process and just giving it a go. Fantastic. Okay, I have two more, two more serious questions for you. I'm not sure which one to ask you first. 
I hope that's vodka because you're going to need it for this one. Okay, totally vodka. You know me. <laughs> Do you have a definition of love? And if so, what is it? Everything. It's just everything. Um, there's really nothing that love isn't. It's like, it's like sex. Sex is everything. Sex is cleaning the toilet. Sex is dancing. Sex is going for a walk and smelling a flower. Um, it's holding a friend while they cry. It's, you know, that's, that's, it's the same as love. It's everywhere. It's all the time. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. So I think it's just, I mean, the definition of it is, yes, it's everything. That's beautiful. Okay. Question popped into my mind earlier today, and I thought I'd ask you to. Okay. Assuming that you want to have a headstone, what would it say? Is there an epitaph? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> Pepperoni and cheese. Pepperoni yeah. and cheese. Uh, she did. Um, she was, I, yeah, what I want on my headstone. Stop staring. Um. <laughs> <laughs> at, at this, at this time of the world, if you can read this, you're too damn close. <laughs> you know? With social distancing. Um, yeah, um, it's all yours, go do it. You know, I don't need it to see anything about me. It's more the message of this is a blip. This is super brief, what we've got here. You know, it's, there's urgency to living life because it can go at any fucking second. And if you're not engaging in a way that's making you happy or bringing something to your life, it's, it's passing by and, and we don't get to do it again like this. So, um, so there's some urgency to, to find that, that, that like strength in yourself, that presence in yourself and the willingness to take the risks to, expand your life to have it be what you want it to be it's quick that's beautiful that's really beautiful thanks I, I am out of question is there anything that you'd like to add hmm. well i love that you're doing this um i hope that it's expanding you know I, I don't see it as you know always spouse hunting you know it, it can be friendship hunting it can be experience hunting it can be partnership it can be you know play hunting it's you know comfort hunting I mean, it's all of those things you know i mean again we've got we've got so many people in our lives that do different that, that we are that we are different parts of ourselves with as a and then we become this whole in that kind of collection so it's um i, mean, I think we're finding during this this time of social distancing how important it is to have people that even if they aren't right here, you know, skin to skin or within, you know, six feet, um, we can still feel them 
So those relationships, those, that community, that support system, that loose web um, is important to us in times of celebration and in times of angst. Um, so we're, we're, we're tribal creatures. We need each other and don't be afraid to reach out. I think that's, that's what I, I hope to be able to help people do is, you know, build that uh, wealth of support and friendships and enjoyment and pleasure and, and fun. No, uh, I mean, your, your spouse hunting has, it really has kind of been clicking around in my head of, you know, what is it for myself that I am wanting in my life? Because I've got this beautiful relationship that we've known each other for 30 years. And it's like the, the relationship with this house of where I wanted to get rid of it, like so many times, like over and over again. It's like, I'm, I'm done with it. I've gotten as far as I can. And then I'm here for another couple of years and I sort of rework it into something else. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I've done everything I can. I need a new project. And then I rework it again. It becomes something else. And our relationship over the 30 years that we've known each other has evolved and evolved and evolved and I've wanted to get rid of it. And then I rework it and here it is. <laughs> and, you know, and I know that there are, there are parts of it that, you know, both of us are missing in, in our lives that, you know, we are supplementing in, but there's a, there's a strength in like continuing to come back to or nurture something that was important in the first place. Um, but, you know, so, so I come with a spouse but I'm still looking for a spouse, but I'm looking for other, but I'm also not looking for the typical, like, let's, let's all settle in together under one roof and, you know, see each other every day. And there's something about age too, that, that starts to shift things. So I don't know. I think we're starting to kind of redefine what relationship is and be really honest with ourselves about what we want versus what societal, uh, patterns or predisposed options are so i mean we're we're gender fluid sexuality fluid you know experiencing animals at this stage and i hope that i hope we all have an opportunity to fulfill like i said this one life Um, but it's 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 not always easy to not fall within the exact parameters you know that are predetermined there's a lot of questioning and uncomfortableness and vulnerability that comes with that kind of uh, non-compliance, maybe. You have to think a lot. You have to talk a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. I I know you know this, but I'm going to say it out loud. It's interesting that everything you just said about your relationship, which is a very fundamental thing, is analogous to what you do with just experiences. I mean, you have to think a lot. You have to come at it with your own perspective and you have to have this understanding that the person you're doing it with is doing it with you as well. And you find your own way. There is a prescribed thing. It's like, yeah, let's go get coffee. Mm -hmm. But not all of us fit that prescribed way of doing things, whether it's just let's get coffee or how is our relationship structured. Right. And Mm -hmm. I love that what you're saying is don't just fall into something. Do what right. works for you. Right. Be thoughtful about it. And, and the, the things that you ask your people to do, um, that, that becomes a reflection of how you want to live your life. Like you said, we could, we could, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing the easy thing and going to get coffee, but, you know, 
maybe we want to go dig a hole together and plant trees. You know, maybe we want to, um, you know, do a mud run together. Maybe we want to, you know, go have high tea in a really, un, you know, what, what's the thing that makes you the most uncomfortable? Will you come do that with me? You know, maybe we want to get together and sing on a, on a street corner or stomp in puddles because it's been raining. You know, do you have rubber boots? I have rubber boots. You know, it's like get to know each other out of that zone of, of comfort and, and a little bit of play. See what happens. I think that's super wise. I mean, if you're looking for a relationship, ultimately you're going to have uncomfortable times. You want to do it with somebody who's going to be, you know, yeah. a good partner. Yeah. No, okay. it's, it's true. I mean, we, we learn very quickly from each other in times of stress and life always gives us times of stress. There is no, well, when things get better or when things get easier or when things calm down or when I lose 10 pounds or, you know, when my roots aren't showing because I haven't seen a hairdresser for three and a half months, there's always a, you know, if I just wait until I get, you know, I have enough money or I have a car, there is no, there's no tomorrow. There's no waiting. You know, it's, it's never going to be perfect. And if it is, then it's done. What do you, who who wants somebody perfect? That's got to, it's too much pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Come at me with your lumps and bumps and your fears and your dreams. And, and let's see what we can do with that. That's fantastic. It is interesting what the, the, perception of success and wealth and abundance and what, I mean, what is enough? I mean, it's important to have enough, to have that strong home. You know, I mean, that's what you help people do is find home and, you know, you're both, both your, as you're helping people find their nest, now you're helping people also find that, that next piece of human connection. So now you have a place to be and you have the human connection. You've got that foundation that you can like continue to grow and expand from, um, you know, the whole Maslow's hierarchy of, of need, you know, you are on the bottom, you and I are both, you know, in the work that we do yeah. are on that bottom tier of how do you, how do you form that, that sand in the bottom of a bozo so that when life knocks you over, you come back up. It's <laughs> oh, fucking genius. Yes. <laughs> We're the heavy bottom people. <laughs> yeah. We're the sand in the bottom of the bozo. I love we're that. Sand. We're, we're the sand in the bottom of the bozo. That's what we're helping people find is just get themselves that solid base because life's going to be knocking you over all the fucking time. Yeah. So, you know, whatever you need to fill that up with, so that you've got that solidity. And even if it lays you down for a while, you know, you're going to work your way back up again. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. It's just nice to see your face. I know. I haven't seen your face in so long. It looks the same. It's a great face. Does it? Yay. You should keep it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid I have to. If people want to get hold of you, how do they do that? Uh, they can click through your website. There's tons of great resources there. So I'd start with that. Um, and then I'm available at sandwichgirl1000 at gmail.com. So cool. 
Well, thank you for enjoying me. Uh, enjoying I, me. Thank you for enjoying I, me. Thank I you always for enjoy you. Me. You are such a pleasure. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for, for doing this. I, I so appreciate it. <laughs> I just, I'm like, will you help me do something? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I know. And that's what I love about you so much.